Welcome to Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. Thank you for listening to Radio One podcast. My name is Rachel, and you're listening to the last episode of this dating apps podcast series. Today we have Alex in the studio with us. Thank you, Alex, for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Today we're going to talk about your dating apps、uh, experience and your opinions. My first question for you is: What dating apps have you used, or are you using currently? Well,、um, currently I'm not using any, but in the past I've used Tinder and Bumble, both with varying degrees of success. <laughs>、um, I feel like, yeah,、um, Tinder was—it's the sort of go-to standard in Dunedin,、um, mm-hmm. so that seems to be the one people use the most. So it seems to be the most successful. Bumble,、um, yeah, that one not as much. More for older people, I imagine.、Um, oh, interesting. Yeah,、um, so my older age, I might have to use that in future, but、mm. yeah. So, what made you download Bumble in the first place?、Uh, Bumble, just to see, like, because it was a new one. Because Tinder had been、oh, around for ages. Yeah. And then everyone's like, "Oh, there's this new one, Bumble," and you get all those sort of targeted ads.、Mm-hmm. And I feel like、um, the internet seems to know when you're on dating apps, which is a bit worrying.、Um, but yeah, so I was like,、oh, "I'll just check it out to see what it's like." But it seemed to be a, a bit in its infancy back then, so it wasn't all that great. Yeah. So I just sort of like, oh, it's a bit of a novelty, but yeah. So. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But what made you download dating apps in the first place? What were your intentions? Well, I come from a small town, and I came to Dunedin、um, from uni- for university, and it just seemed like a good way to meet people,、um, like because obviously coming from such a small town and then being in this big, big well to me big city to others probably quite they would consider it a town as well.、Um, But yeah, it just seemed like a very fast and easy way to meet people.、Um, yeah, and then had when I came to university, I was eighteen, hadn't really had much experience with dating or anything like that. So、mm-hmm. I figured it would be like a very easy and casual segue into the world of dating.、Yeah. But were you also open to a real life encounter? Yes. Yep. So like,、um, would obvious would it, well not obviously, but would try and have like those real world connections as well. But there was just something about the dating apps that made it seem a little bit less daunting. Mm. Yeah, less confronting as well. Yeah, would you say? Yeah.、Um, when you first started using dating apps, did it take you some time to figure out、uh, the culture on those apps? And tell me if there's a difference between Bumble and Tinder. You know how people construct their profiles and interact on those apps. Yeah.、Um, so I'd say there there is a cult like. Well, sorry. So, f- for the first part of your question, yeah, I was did take a bit of adjustment.、Mm-hmm. I wasn't exactly what you would call very well socially versed when I first came to university. I sort of、um, struggled with the whole social aspect of things. And then, while I thought that Tinder as as the dating app would make things easier, it actually made things a lot harder、um, because just trying to work out all these different social nuances that would go、mm-hmm. on with it. Yeah. And so I really struggled with that side of things because one thing that you would say to someone else would not be As well received by someone else that you've messaged, and so like you're getting all these different like people that you're matching with, and that's great. But the success rate of like just trying to be yourself isn't actually all that good sometimes.、Mm. So really struggle with that, and then sort of made you question, oh, like am I not like okay? You know, like am I? Is there something that's not good about me? Yeah. Which I now realise is absolutely silly because it is in the nature of those dating apps to do that. But for Tinder and yeah, I feel like for Tinder and Bumble there is a stark cultural difference, and that Tinder is more for the hookup culture,、mm. 
mm. which is what um, a lot of young people in Dunedin seem to be doing at the moment. And then Bumble is more for, um, as I was saying, those older, more mature people. Like I see. When I say older and mature, I don't mean like in their forties or anything. Like 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 maybe mid, early to like not early to mid, mid to like late twenties. Seems to be the. What the about main. Tinder? It's more of a. It's more of a young, young person's game. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's that other stark difference between Tinder and Bumble, where Tinder, anyone can message anyone first, and usually mm-hmm. that is put onto the well for heterosexual relationships because yeah I'm straight, so yeah. I'm just talking from the heterosexual perspective here. But the um, it's always on the male to sort of message first. Oh yeah. Um, and then, but for Bumble, it's specifically designed that the the female messages first. So wow. Males, so they've got twenty four hours to message their match, um, which I think is a good idea. Um, mm. For Bumble, female tend to message first. It's just a culture, or no, it's like an actual thing in the oh, app. Oh wow, the, that's the interesting. Male, I didn't know that. The male can't message until the female messages. So you said that um, you feel somewhat self-conscious when you're constructing your profiles because you don't know if you're portraying yourself in the right way. Mm. Um, so I'm assuming that you feel the need to modify your self-representation in fitting you know, the culture of the app. Yeah. So how was that process of editing your, your authenticity like? Well, I'd, I'd say it was a process. When you first start on dating apps, I feel like you're trying to cast like a wide net and like you're trying to match with as many people as possible so you can meet as many people as possible. Um, and so like your your profile can be quite generic. Um, I can't yes. remember when mm. what my first profile was like. It was probably awful, let's be <laughs> honest. Um, but the last time I had Tinder, which was last year, um, I, I was just like, I'm just gonna put things on there that I think represents me well. So like, yeah. I probably in first year when I first downloaded Tinder, I probably just had me like out on the town or starters or something back when starters was a thing or, you know, that sort of like generic first year things to be doing. But yeah, um, yeah the last time I had it, it was more like me and my friends out doing something or because um, I'm re- I'm studying at the moment um, my master's. So it'd be like me doing my field work for my master's. Mm. And I think the, it's not so much the pictures of Tinder that shows who you are. I think it's the, the, the bio, that little bio that you can write about it. Yeah. So um, I think that's the hardest part about making a profile on Tinder is trying to see what, um, trying to make your bio and trying to make it like as representative of you as possible. Mm. Yeah. So would you say like right now your profiles or how you construct your uh, self-presentation, it's more like reflecting your values and uh, personality, but whereas mm. for back then it's more like a commodified game where you engage in self-branding activities good question i think i think back then it was more to to for someone it was more for the my profile was more for someone else so like trying to like well that's how i want people to view me mm. but now it's something it's how i view myself cool and so yeah. like there's been that dynamic that shifted from then like then instead of trying to please other people Mm. I'm just putting myself out there as I think I am now and then just hoping that will attract the right person. Yeah. What made you think shifts your uh, standpoint? Yeah. I think it was just generally getting older um, Mm. because when you're so, when you're young, you're so impressionable and you just want people to like you and you're like, you're worried about what people think constantly. And then as you get older, you sort of realize that it doesn't 
actually matter all that much. And the only person that you should really be worried about, like obviously you shouldn't be like um, a terrible person or anything, but like the person that you should be most concerned about pleasing is yourself. Yeah. And so I think it's just that it's not so much like a shift that's happened intentionally. I think it's just an age thing really. Mm, yeah. That you just become more mature. Or yeah. Something. I see. When you're constructing your profiles, do you emphasize more on the profile picture or the bio? I would say it's probably a a sixty forty split, sixty towards bio and then forty towards the pictures. Interesting. Um, because I I hate myself in pictures. I just can't stand looking at myself in pictures. I hate having my picture taken. Every time I get a picture taken, I'm like, oh god, I look awful. And just I probably actually don't. But you know, it's just one of those little human things that we do. Um, but I I would like to think that I'm quite funny. Um, so <laughs> that's probably that's shown a bit of ego right there. But um, I feel like personal, like the pictures are a snapshot shot of who you are, but the bio is your personality mm. condensed into like a few sentences or in the case of some people, a paragraph. So but, it you mean like a uh, bio indicates more of your personality where yeah. you can... I feel like the pictures are like a visual guide mm. to show people what sort of things you get up to or what you want to show people what you get up to. Yeah. Um, but the bio is where you really sort of learn what someone's like. Because like, if you've got like two sentences that is just like straight to the point, you'll know that person's a straight shooter. You've got someone that's got a paragraph about all these different things, talking about their hobbies and their, their life experiences and stuff. They're probably more of a rambler, which is fine, like, different things for different people but yeah. I think that is a, a better indicator of what someone's like than what the actual pictures are mm. because you can consciously choose what pictures you put in and that can give a certain like visual representation yeah. of what someone's like but your bio although that is also a conscious decision I feel like this it's subconsciously like it shows more of who you are than what you might want to show yeah if that makes sense yeah what are the traits that you're looking for in a person's profile? Is it also like 60-40? Mm, no, I think the 60-40 is probably just the way I'd describe it for myself. Yeah. I think for another person, I don't know, I obviously use the pictures as well. If someone hasn't got any pictures on their profile whatsoever, it's like, oh, no, absolutely not. Because you don't like, know, yeah. I have no idea what you look like. Mm. Um, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, for they've got like... I don't, some people are like really put off by um, lots of photos on a Tinder or like not too many. Um, I think the kids are calling that the ick nowadays. But um, I, yeah, I'm not really too worried about that as long as there's some pictures that I can go off. That's all good. And then like, yeah, the bio is a good one. If someone, this is just a personal preference. So mm-hmm. like, if, like, it's not like, I should, I'm not saying this is how everyone should do it. But I like a bit to go off, just something to like, know something about so like if someone puts something about themselves and it like that's that's nice like two or three sentences is what i sort of appreciate the big long paragraphs well like yes i'm learning lots about you but like i kind of want to get to know you to learn these sort of things so like kind of like that little bit of mystery yeah 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 do you think dating apps in general promote the idea of uh judging a book by its cover yes oh yes 100 percent. that's the Yeah. yeah So would you say that the majority of the people they don't they don't really write too much on their bio? Their focuses are on their their pictures and trying to select the best photos of themselves. 
to you mm. know present that ideal image. Yeah, because the first thing that you notice about someone on their profile, just yes. in like in real life, is the yes. way they look. So yeah. you like, you're not going to read the bio and then look at the pictures. It's on the app. It's physically impossible because like the pictures there first. Yeah, yeah. So I think that is, yeah. So the 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 culture of dating apps does perpetuate that. And that it is judging a book by its cover because, yeah, that's the it's kind of the only way you can do it on the apps. Yeah. And then from that initial get go, like you've just got a few pictures and a bio potentially yep. to get to know this person, and then that decides if you want to swipe right or not. And that goes into the next stage where you go to the talking stage. Mm. And so, would yeah. you say this limitation of the app or how it is designed sort of um, add a layer of uh, superficiality to today's dating culture? Yeah, yeah. So. I would I would say that's a very uh, yeah a very astute observation. It is the yeah the people are just so quick to judge nowadays. It's, mm. And then like there's been some people that I've um, met on apps that I've like just like swiped right and like oh yeah they seem alright like whatever and then it turns out they're actually really cool people. But from that initial point, I was like oh they seem like they don't seem like they'd be a lot of fun, and like mm. that's I'm just looking at a screen with some pictures of them and a yes. few words, and I've just already made that assumption. Yep. Which is not good, and I feel like that is the case for most people. Is that they and, mm. and like there's people that you could swipe left on just because their profile doesn't seem something that you'd like. They could be like a fantastic person, you'd be absolutely yeah. overjoyed to meet them, but because that initial like initial look at them, you're like, nope, actually not. And that opportunity for that connection is gone. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. This answer sort of makes me wonder: Are there any techniques that would make the the profile stand out, or make the person seem more desirable? For me personally, or for what do you general? think? Yeah, what do you um, think? You mm. said there's a generic form to how people construct their profile. So, yeah. do you think that's because it's perceived as desirable? Like, why there's a generic form? Um, yeah, I, I guess there is that the physical factor to it yep. first, because like obviously it's a dating app. You'd want to be attracted to someone to to sort of talk to them on those apps. So I feel like there is that. So people try to make them look the best in their in that in that profile. But I also feel like it's also a bit of a herd mentality thing as well, because humans are always going to try to yes. copy other humans. Yes. Um, and obviously there's a lot of people on dating apps, and so you'll see. Because, like, what's the first thing people do when they make Tinders is they show their mates their Tinders and their, their mates will give them, like, um, like advice and they're like, mm. oh, I don't think you should do that, I don't mm. think you should do that. Or, um, and then you'll compare yourself and you'll have a look at what other people are putting on their ones and then you yeah. sort of, that skews yeah, yeah. what you're going to make yours look like. Yeah. So I, f- I th- don't think it's, I think the genericness of it comes from, because that's just what everyone else is doing. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that comes from, you know, the anxiety or the need to feel like you have to play by the game and like it's mm. all anyone yeah. ever wants to do is just fit in. Yeah, just trying yeah. to fit in the culture yeah. and all that. And that's a bit of an oxymoron when it comes to dating because you want to stand out on the on the app, yeah. but then but by then trying to stand out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do so. Yeah. Yeah, um so earlier you mentioned that for Tinder you think it's pretty much for the hookup culture mm. that's going on. And uh there's this scholar named anthony giddens he said that um the fact that now sex is pretty much based on individual needs and wants Mm -hmm. 
and he calls this freedom, plastic sexuality. So would you say that dating apps definitely play a huge part in the rise of plastic sexuality? So, so in terms of plastic sexuality, like just like the individual. Yeah, just it. how sex is now freed from its intrinsic、uh, relationship to reproduction. Ah,、oh, okay. Yeah.、Um, yes, I'd say that is that's a fair point to make. I think as we get more and more connected with each other through internet and like rising of media and stuff like that, it's becoming easier to connect with people, which makes it harder to form. Deeper connections, yes. Because, I mean, I, you'd see the same thing back in the eighteen hundreds if they attended. Like it would, the the culture of it would become less about because dating used to be about like the courtship side of things, and so you'd like you would、mm. put in a lot, lot of effort, and、mm. then it wasn't the the like the hookup. Well, I guess you wouldn't call it a hookup back. <laughs> it's like if you had like a, a courtship thing, but like sex was the Was like the end goal, whereas、yeah. now nowadays it seems to be like the first thing people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's lost that、um, that important part of it, I think, which is deeper、yeah. connection and yeah, and that makes it hard for people that do want that deeper connection、um, yeah. before they. I personally, before I do anything physical with anyone, I'd prefer to know them at least on a you know less than superficial basis. You know, like more than more than one date. Like you know that sort of thing,、yeah. and that makes it hard because some people are just like, oh no, I just I'm just just want to yeah. hook up, yeah. And in such a transient city like Dunedin, like that is understandable because like people aren't going to be here for a long time, so they don't want to tie themselves down. So I understand that, but yeah. So I think that like it is a it's a symptom of、um, dating apps,、mm. but not necessarily the entire cause. Mm-hmm. It just contributes to that、yeah. sort of、um, the normalization of different forms of relationships.、Mm. Then, would you say dating apps make relationships more active and contingent, so that those kind of relationships nowadays are distinct from the ideal of traditional courtship and romantic love? Yes and no.、Mm-hmm. I think. I think the aspects are still there because. At the end of the day, we are still human, and humans have been doing this sort of thing since the dawn of like <laughs> humans. <laughs> so, I think there's always going to be elements there that are always going to be the same. Like, yes. Because I think also, just to go on a bit of a tangent, the the hookup culture is also a good way of filtering out people as well, because like you、mm. could spend lots of time. Ages like not even not even too far back in the fifties or the sixties, you could spend a lot of time putting a lot of effort into just one person,、um, and it turns out they're actually not that good. I th-、um, but nowadays, because things are a bit faster and a bit looser, you can actually filter out people a lot easier, and there's no longer that societal convention that you have to remain with just one person once you are with that person. Yes, and so that's. I feel like that could be considered a bit of a positive. It's also、mm. got the negative aspects to、yes. it as well. Yeah, you're saying that dating apps—they don't necessarily erode the traditional ideas of monogamy and commitment, but、yeah. it just—it、um, gives users the avenue to have the choice. Yeah, and yeah. you can. Yeah, exactly. It's all about、uh, what a person wants out of a relationship. It's not like a generalization. Exactly. It、yeah. comes、uh, at the end of the day. It does come down to personal preference. You'll get、yes. people on. 
dating apps that do only want to do that hookup culture and then they'll find people that do want to do that as well and that's yeah. fine. And then you get people that do want long-term relationships and then they'll find that as well. Yeah. Um, there's been heaps of success stories that have come out of Tinder. Like, as, many, as much as it does have its downsides, it does have its upsides as well. There's people that we've never met otherwise that they've met through this dating app and then they've had gone on to have very successful relationships. Yeah. This been said, do you think dating apps broaden your social network? Yes. I've um I've made more friends off dating apps than what I have um got in relationships. So it's mm. um because at the end of the day it's all about your perspective of things as well. Like if you go into this like if you go into dating apps expecting to get some some sort of sexual gratification out of it, you're probably going to have a very bad time and that's not a healthy way of looking at things. But if you go into it being like, Yep, yeah, like this could be something good um like in terms of like you know dating all that or uh, you know if i'm just going to go into it and maybe i don't feel that sort of like higher level of connection with them but they could still be a good friend mm. they then there's that you know so it's about how people view using the app rather than the app itself yeah so for you it's more like just going with the flow to see what happens exactly mm. yeah Dating apps have broadened your social connection or, uh, I guess, romantic network, but do they lead you to fulfilling relationships? To put a long story short, no. Mm. Um, In terms of, like, dating relationships, no. Never had something serious come out of it. Mm -hmm. I actually just recently had a relationship that I had found on Tinder, um, and she was fantastic, but unfortunately because of the nature of the transient transientness of Dunedin um it couldn't work out so she wanted something long term and then I'm going to be leaving at the end of the year so like it wouldn't wouldn't work out which was very upsetting um and unfortunate Mm. but such is life and then um but like it ended on really really good terms and like so now I've got a, a good friend that's gotten out of it so well no I haven't achieved success in like the traditional view of tinder that i've gotten a relationship out of it um i've gotten a different kind of relationship out of it that is you know a fantastic friend yeah and so that's why you said it does broaden your your social circle mm. and like you get people on there as well that have they're just like they put in their bios just looking for friends and that's where oh, wow. yeah i think that, and that's a stark difference between tinder and bumble is that bumble you can actually just there's like a setting you can put on that i'm just looking for friends so it's like and that's not weird no no, (laughs) yeah you know on dating apps you swipe to choose who to match with who to date Uh, do you think that enhance the efficiency in finding potential partners hmm that's a tricky question because while like as i said before i said that it was good for filtering out but at the same time, while someone that you find on Tinder and you swipe right on and then you may even eventually meet up with them, you may think that it's a good thing on paper, but then when you actually meet the person in person, it's not what you would thought it would be like. So, like, it's good for filtering out potential um, people, but it's also adds to the, the part, like, I shouldn't say pile, that sounds bad, but, like, the groups of yes. it because there's so much... Uh, there's so many different people on there and then like we're swiping right and then so like you'll get people that you will connect with which would be good but then you also get a lot of people that you won't connect with and then so it's sort of like yeah yeah yeah. so like dating apps provide you with an endless series of choices 
so it makes it somewhat harder for you yeah. to find the one quote yeah. unquote the one because it's like yeah. if you're it's like a needle in a haystack but like mm-hmm. it's a pretty big haystack yeah. And there's, I there's, there could be one more than one needle. This is a really weird analogy. I don't know why I'm yeah, using yeah. it, but yeah. So it does make things. It can make things much much easier, but it can also make things immeasurably harder. Mm. Um, yeah. When you say that it can make things harder, is it because you have so many people that you want to, you know, get to know, but then if you put in the same amount of time and emotional investment, it's just going to take up so much time. Yeah. Does it somewhat lead to you putting less effort and time in the, in, in the process of getting to know them? Yeah. I think because there are so many options out there, people can just as easily discard like good things because you're not going to get to know someone overnight. And I feel like a lot of, people will go on one date with someone from tinder they'll be like oh no nothing sweet ditch Mm. it and then but like if you're not going to learn everything about someone just from one meetup like you have to put in a little bit more effort than just you know swiping right and having a bit of a chat to figure out what someone's like Mm. um and so like it has made people a lot more a lot more picky i think as well Mm. um and then people are willing to put in less time because oh this person i'm not going to get to know this person quickly and easily so i'm just going to ditch them and then i'm going to move on to like because yeah, there's yeah. plenty of more people on the app yeah so i feel like that does contribute a lot to it as well yeah so you're saying that people investing a little time and emotions uh lead to a lack of commitment or focus yeah um yeah i would say that i um, would just say it's because like people just arrange multiple dates or pursued multiple matches at once yeah that's like, the reason it's like you don't know <laughs> like yeah no yeah it's, yeah because like yeah you've got so many options and then like you've got it's just easier and it's also emotionally easier not to have to get to know these people on a, on a deeper level as well mm-hmm. because it can be quite difficult getting to know people and then like um so you yeah like a, a lot of time and effort goes into learning someone on that deeper intimate level and so people a lot of people, especially young people, aren't ready for that sort of thing because it's scary and it's daunting. So it's just much easier just to just keep swiping right and not having to get to know people on these deeper levels. Mm. I guess that's why it's making relationships nowadays more active. Yeah. It seems ironic and a bit of an oxymoron, but it's much easier to have a physical connection with someone than an emotional connection these days. Yeah. For you, do you think that dating apps allow you to let me put it this way so some people will like if they just want to hook up they will pretty much meet up with the person pretty pretty fast instead of like you know message for a long time getting to know each other for you do you build trust prior to meeting a person or how does that work for you um whenever i match with someone i much prefer to talk for a few days Mm. um and get to know them because as much in the way, same way that the bio works, that you get to know someone's personality, messaging is where you really see what they're like. Yes. Um, some people like to reply really quickly. Some people don't reply very quickly at all. Um, some people will send walls of text. Some people will send just one word like replies, that sort of thing. And that's what is going to, that's their first true showing in real time what their personality is like. Mm-hmm. And then from there, again, messaging is not um, the the, the actual like representation of what someone's like um technology has obviously made so has completely changed our social parameters 
for us, but it's a very good indicator of what they might be like in person. Mm-hmm. And so I like to do that um, just as a way like get to know them because it's always fun talking to new people yeah. as well. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then you can decide from there like, oh, actually, you know, we seem to be going well over Messenger. We could we should meet up in person, mm-hmm. and then you can actually get to know them. Yeah. Um, there's been like I'm a ter- I'm terrible at replying these days. I suck at it. Um, and it's not because I'm not disinterested with anyone or anything like that. It's just because I just don't check my phone as much. Mm. Um, and so some people might be like, oh, they don't, they don't, they're not as interested as I am because they're not as replying as quickly. And it's like, no, it's because, you know, just, just yeah. like it make, messaging makes it easier to get a hold of someone. doesn't mean that person is required to yeah. reply to you straight mm. away. Just because it is instant messaging doesn't mean it's instant replying. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, there's that sort of aspect to it too. So when you said like you don't hold much expectation in the first place, so when you decided to meet a person, do you also have zero expectations of what they're going to turn out like? Yeah. Mm. I think if you've already got an idea in your head about what what you expect someone to be like, you've already already dropped the ball. Um, People are going to be like they've always been and everyone's going to be different. Everyone's going to be have their own thing. I think just going into these things with an open mind and like be willing to talk as well. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than when you go meet up with someone and you've got <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing to talk about. Yeah. Um, I yeah. There's <laughs> there's something I used to do on the apps. I don't so much anymore. But would I'd always do like prep questions. So mm-hmm. you'd always do like, <laughs> like hey, if we, if I've decided I'm going to meet up with someone, it would be like, hey, we should like. Um, just think about these sorts of questions before we meet up. So if it gets awkward in the conversations, like we can at least <laughs> pretend that we're like yeah. having a, a a good flow on conversation. <laughs> Do you think but, it gives you a sense of control over your um, experience or a romantic encounter? <laughs> it just gives you a sense of control, of like you know, for example, like you can message them beforehand or um, yeah, or match at any time. Mm. What's your what's your take on that? Um, yeah, I guess everyone always just wants to be, have some sort of semblance of control when going into these sorts of things because it is a vulnerable state. Um, yes. Um, and it could, like, as the relationship may progress, it becomes more vulnerable. So you want to, you know, at least have a little bit of control over that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. Like, I guess that would be, again, a different thing for, for everyone. Um, mm. I'm not too worried about it. Um, others might be like, this has got to go perfectly, otherwise the world's going to end. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Mm, someone told me that uh, using dating apps sort of opens up opportunities for her to realize the new personality types or physical qualities that actually attract her. So do you think that um, this process you know, of swiping and matching on dating apps emphasize self-discovery? Yeah. I mean, I would. that, that was a point I was going to bring up earlier on before, but um, I completely forgot about it until now. Um, yeah, there's like, you, there's such a rise in people like experiencing new people, which is fantastic to see. Because like, as I said, coming from my small town, a lot of people just stay with the people that yeah. they're in the same town. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got the same point of view. Nothing really changes. Mm. Um, which for some people is great. Like all power to them. Like. Yeah. Love it, love that for you. But f- like nowadays, because there is so many people on there, you can just you might come across someone that you've like that might have like a different fashion sense that you're used to when you're growing up. They might not be, you know, looking like the same as people that you were with 
as we were growing up and then that could be interesting and new and then you try that and then like you talk to them and then even if it doesn't work out on a more intimate level then you still have experienced something new Mm. and like it does broaden your horizons and I think that does make it better in the long run because people are you know doing what humans have always been trying to do and that's just connecting with each other yes so that's good yeah I think it's a good part of it I can Mm. also open up avenues for like um for bad things like you still get like a lot of sexism and racism and homophobia and stuff like that on these dating apps but um, you mean for people who are like the minority they get they get attacked or yeah some yeah people can and like that's scary because it opens up they were people that they wouldn't usually have to interact with they now have access to their photos and then like um yeah and things like that so i like, think that's just a the danger of uh, social media as a whole. Uh, yeah, at large, yeah. Yeah. Tell me the, the most beneficial thing about dating apps, in your opinion. The most beneficial thing about dating apps, in Yeah, my the opinion. best thing. Oh, best thing. It's just meeting new people. Mm. I love meeting new people. I think it's great. I just love having yarns. That's why I agreed to come on. The, that's why I offered to come on the show today. Like, it's just like, wow, yeah, I've never had a chance to talk about dating apps, <laughs> might as well. And then, like, so when you meet new people on these apps, it's a chance to talk to someone new and then you like Mm. um you get to yeah they might have opinions on things that you've never ever considered before and then like they like i've met so many cool people through dating apps i've also met some like not so great people but (laughs) thus is the the conundrum yeah so that's just the experience yeah so that's what yeah so you're saying that uh, dating apps make meeting new people meeting more people more accessible yeah yeah exactly what about the worst thing worst thing is the self-consciousness that comes with um, dating apps I feel like especially like not to not to like narrow it down but I think males especially struggle with dating apps because they like if you don't get matches you don't get replies and stuff like that it can really wreak havoc on your mental health if you're not just reminding yourself that it's just an app like people people in real life aren't you know like obviously people have still got friends and stuff and they you know so like you're not an unlikable person. It's just that on this particular app, you might not be doing so well, and it can really, really hurt people's feelings. Yeah. And so I think that is the worst thing about mm-hmm. um, people put a lot of self worth dependent on these apps. On how um, many matches they get. How many matches? How many people reply to them? Yeah. How many dates they get out of it? Yeah. Um, I unfortunately, and this is very embarrassing to admit, but I'm on Reddit, and you, <laughs> there's people that you like they post on reddit forums they're like i haven't got a match in like a year on tinder and it's like i feel awful about myself and like i'm just obviously not worthy and it's like it's an app like you know you're 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 putting so much self-worth into just one aspect of your life and that is that's damaging yeah yeah it's it's soul crushing and yeah it's like you are more than just the people that you match with yeah, you're more than just uh, your profile and bio. <laughs> exactly. So you're saying yeah. that the highly attractive people just tend to get most of the matches. Yeah. Whereas for people who... Yeah, average yeah. Joes. Like, as we were <laughs> saying before, like, it is it is a, a book by the cover at the start. Yeah. And so obviously the most attractive book covers are going to get yeah. picked up first. Yeah. Um, that's, but, that's the unfairness of, of yeah. it all. Yeah. That's it. And then... But like, you shouldn't put your shouldn't base your self worth on these things because yeah. it is 
it is skewed against your favor as well because obviously Tinder has ads, and yeah. the only way to make like the more money they make is by how long you stay on the app. So they don't actually really want you to be successful because the longer that you stay on the app, the more you're using it, the more ads they can show, the more revenue they get. Yeah. So yeah. like, it's that's how they make profit. <laughs> exactly. Off your misery. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Oh yeah, thank you so much for having me. Really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.